From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, October 19th. I'm Sarah Reif. Supervisors did not refer to Auditor Controller Treasurer Tax Collector Shamise Cubison by name on Tuesday, as they briefly discussed their unanimous decision to suspend her without salary or benefits. The board also agreed unanimously to appoint Deputy CEO Sarah Pierce to hold Cubison's role on an acting basis. District Attorney David Eister charged Cubison and former payroll manager Paula Kennedy last week with felony mismanagement of $68,000 in public funds. They were booked and released over the weekend. They were due to be arraigned on Tuesday morning, but the proceeding has been continued until the morning of October 31st. They have not entered a plea in the case. Cubison has retained a private attorney, while Kennedy will be assigned a public defender if the court determines that she cannot afford to hire private counsel. Cubison ran unopposed last year to take on the combined office of treasurer tax collector and auditor controller. The board has criticized her performance and timeliness, while Cubison has pointed to the outside auditor and low staffing as reasons for the long delayed financial reports. A state audit is underway after supervisors and labor leaders asked the state controller's office to look into the situation. Eister appeared before the board on Tuesday morning. Like all of us, these two defendants are presumed to be innocent until the contrary is proven in a court of law. The single charge filed against each defendant flows from a criminal investigation that was not initiated by me or anyone else in the DA's office. No, this investigation was initiated and conducted by the professionals at the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office. As is the case in most criminal investigations, the Sheriff's involvement began when information regarding the commission of possible crimes was received by his office from knowledgeable sources outside of the local criminal justice system. Believing there was probable cause to proceed, the Sheriff assigned an experienced investigator to review timelines, gather and analyze documents, and interview recipient witnesses. At the conclusion of the Sheriff's investigation, written investigation reports were prepared, along with a charging recommendation naming the current and former employees as the suspects. The Sheriff's completed investigation packet was then submitted to the DA's office for review and for consideration of formal charges. After going through an initial DA office intake review, some additional investigation was conducted by experienced DA investigators, both current and now retired, to supplement some aspects of the Sheriff's investigation. The law enforcement investigation and DA review process I just mentioned is the process followed in all 58 counties for interactions between law enforcement and DA offices. Locally, between 5,000 and 7,000 crime reports are submitted by law enforcement to the DA's office every every calendar year. Neither my staff nor I have used or will use our positions to pursue retribution or purported vendettas against any defendant, public sector or otherwise, here in Mendocino County. Again, the case involving the two county employees is a sheriff's office investigation that now needs to be resolved in local courts pursuant to state law. Finally, while some don't like it, my staff and I will not publicly discuss facts and or legal theories of this case or any other case for that matter. Outside of court, unless and until there is a conviction. If someone looking in from the outside tells you or writes that they have divined what is going on and why, don't believe it. 
Our silence is an ethical, fair, and honest way to protect constitutional rights and to not inadvertently taint our limited pool of potential jurors. Maureen Jacob, a managing partner at Liebert Cassidy Whitmore, the county's outside counsel, advised the board. Under government code section 27120, um, th this board of supervisors has the authority to suspend the auditor, controller, treasurer, tax collector during the pendency of the criminal case against her, which at this point in time, uh, as of this afternoon, is still ongoing. Um, so you have the authority to take that action uh, this afternoon. Um, and then the same statute similarly gives you the authority to appoint someone in an acting position during the pendency of the criminal action against the auditor, controller, treasurer, tax collector. It's impossible to say how long the court proceeding against Cubison will last. Hascheck engaged in a brief dialogue with Williams and Supervisor Glenn McCordy. We'd appoint her, she'd be an independent acting treasurer, auditor, controller, treasurer. Well, I, I think she would be as independent as that office always is, irrespective of, of who's seated. Yeah, she, she is a department head, she's running a department, and um, we're hoping, of course, for collaboration, but she will be making decisions on how to execute the duties of the job. The only public comment came from Carrie Shattuck, a candidate for the first district supervisor's seat who has long criticized the board for its handling of the budget ordeal. She referred to board direction from July 25th for staff to develop a contingency plan for the creation of a Department of Finance based on best practices of successful counties. I feel this board is really jumping the gun. Ms. Cubison has not even been arraigned yet. Um, generally, a felony charge can be dropped to a misdemeanor or whatnot at your first uh, court hearing, which isn't even until October 31st. And um, it's, it's very obvious that we know why there was a contingency plan for a Department of Finance now. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.